Well, it's always an immense privilege for any preacher to speak on the subject of the Trinity. It is multifaceted and it is extremely um, challenging in so many ways. This morning, I want to talk about a key element of the Trinity, and that is that when we see Father, Son and Holy Ghost, we see family. So that is the context that I want to talk about this morning. And it applies to us, whether we are single, whether we are on our own, whether we are a typical nuclear family, Trinity as family affects us and speaks into our situation. So this morning, how does it speak into us in a Salvation Army church and in a lockdown situation? In fact, Electra was once speaking about the Trinity. And when he'd finished, he said to his students, well, if you can understand that, then I haven't taught it very well. So I want to talk to you. I want to give you a very personal illustration. Forgive the personal illustration uh, about the Trinity really as family. Many years ago in the early 60s, when I was a five-year-old, I went on holiday with my parents to Margate. Yes, we did. We went to Margate. Uh, and while on the crowded beach in weather rather like we've had here uh, in recent weeks, it was boiling hot. I just wandered away for a few seconds and I got lost. I turned around. I didn't know where my parents were. I got very disorientated. People were walking here and there and I couldn't see my parents amid the colours and the noise and the screaming on the beach. And I got totally lost. I kept wondering, looking for them and I wandered further and further away from them. Uh, and eventually uh, I was taken by the hand by a very kind person who took me onto the promenade where there was a little office for lost children. Now, those of you of a certain age may remember those um, places. They were circular, circular building, uh, and there was uh, a police officer in there uh, and people looking after children who were lost. And I remember very clearly there were four or five of us sitting on a bench crying our eyes out because we didn't know where our parents were. We had got totally lost. Now, we were on holiday with my mum and my dad and my uncle and my auntie. And you know, it was something like two hours before they came to find me. Can you imagine the state I was in and the state they were in? They've been searching uh, dramatically and emphatically for me. And they, 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 they really couldn't find me anywhere until somebody said, did you know there's a lost children's building on the, on the prom? So they dashed to this. Uh, and I could see them coming in the distance and I began to smile and laugh and cry all at the same time and my mum and dad did exactly the same. Eventually they came, it was in those days when they didn't do many children's checks on parents and so a parent would come in and say I'll have that one there, that looks like the person. Uh, and my parents came and they took me. It was worrying stuff. After the reunion the very first thing they did was to buy me my favourite vanilla ice cream and that ice cream was a sign that somebody loved me it was a sign that I was part of a loving family now I wish I could tell you that my favorite ice cream had been Neapolitan because there are three flavors but one ice cream and there's a nice Trinitarian concept to, to get hold of very very simply but here's my mum and my dad and my uncle and my auntie they had searched high and low for me but there was also an extended family of people who for that moment, those couple of hours came as one to look for me. Police officers who looked after me, confectioners who knew how to mix 
ice cream and people who talked to me and saw me through my tears. So this uh, story involved family, involved people that I knew very well, but also people I had no idea about. It felt as though it was one big expression of love, a family wanting the best for a child who got wayward and got lost. Now, can you see in a very basic form, the gospel in that story. Can you see the understanding of how the Trinity, the family beyond my understanding, the family beyond my little knowledge, the family beyond the comprehension of a little lost soul found him and cared for him in different capacities. And so they brought this reunion. Now you'll be able to pick holes in that analogy because it doesn't look at the mystery of God and it is simplistic. But if you think about it, we confirm God's love every day of our lives. We tell stories and we testify about God's love when we come together. We love the Trinity, although we don't explicitly say that, but we do believe in God, the great creator. We do believe in Jesus, the great Redeemer, and we do believe in the Holy Spirit who came to give us life and breath. Co-equal in power and undivided in essence, that is the perfect example of how family relationship should be. Co-equal, undivided. The Trinity is the divine act of the cross in which the Father allows the Son to sacrifice himself through the Spirit in order that poor, lost, wayward ones can be found and brought back together. And it was all accomplished for you and for me. And that is a great mystery of it all that my illustration can't really address. And it's a mystery that surely we want to celebrate. Now, how do we celebrate that? Well, we looked at Romans 5, Stephen read to us earlier. We could celebrate by, by saying a prayer, by meditating and being thankful for the grace in which we stand. We could celebrate with perhaps a gathered celebration. We rejoice in the hope that we see in the glory of God, as St. Paul tells us. Or we could celebrate with a reflection, a personal wonder at this undeserved love that God has poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Or maybe we can do what we did, celebrate with our family, celebrate with our friends, celebrate with those who made the ice cream. And when this lockdown is over, I pray that we might dance the dance of the Trinity, as it has been called, the perfect family, as we will return to serve and worship together whenever and however that is going to be. So this morning, is it possible that someone watching in this weird old or in this weird new 2020 world is feeling lost, anxious, or wayward at this time? Maybe you've just lost it a bit, hey? You know that God's there, but you find it difficult to see God or understand 
or understand a mixed up situation that is in your life right now. Maybe you need a family reunion with God, Father and Son. The divine family of love and unity, the Trinity wants the very best for you today. You see, the Trinity offers in all its dimensions a wholeness of life. Here's an important fact, and it's that most of us are single beings, but with a variety of persons living inside us. One minute we're full of confidence, the next we're a bag of insecurities. One minute our multiple personality disorders split our lives up into distinct little pieces with little connection. The next minute we feel fully integrated into the Godhead. Over here is our career, our life. And the masks, we talk a lot about masks, don't we, at the moment? But we wear those masks in our work lives. Over there is the Zoom conference. We put on another mask for that one. Or over here is our leisure time with a different set of masks. And they are all separated from other parts of our lives. And then, of course, back here comes our faith life with any masks that we wear for that. Friends, it's vital to know the truth that the Trinity puts this brokenness, this dispersion back together and offers us life in which our broken identity is redeemed into the image of God that we all share, the image of the God who is the one and the three. And he wants to put not just us, but our relationships back together. We may be different with different stories, different histories. But friends, we are one body. We know we're not perfect. We know we're a work in progress. And this body transcends the evil thinking of violence and racism that we're seeing at the moment. A couple of years ago, we spent some time looking at the picture of the Trinity. It's there behind us. Uh, this is it, the picture of the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And you see there, there is an empty space. And they point to that space and they say, here's an invitation for you. This is Rublev's icon of the Trinity. You can find it anywhere you like. The three divine messengers giving us all an invitation to join them, to share the table, to share the love that they share with each other, to know the love of the creator, to know the love of the redeemer, to know the love of the giver of new life. And it simply says to us, now come here, turn around, face us, come here and share the love that you have. And then stand up, turn around and face it, face the world and share that love with others. Matthew tells us that, that we share the love in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so finally, when we consider this seriously, we just find ourselves sinking back into wonder, love and praise, relaxed into this almighty, perfect, divine family. And we borrow the words from the angels. 
holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And we say, all thy work shall praise thy name in earth and sky and sea. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. And I pray this morning then that you may know and experience that perfect, all-encompassing family, love and grace in every part of your life in these days. Do it. Turn around. Face the world and know that you're part of that family. May God bless us, each one. Amen. Amen.